welcome back to another Batman News Weekly. This is episode 101, and it looks like it's going to be a slow week, but that doesn't keep us from having a long episode. Um, yeah, today, uh, not much going on. Um, Clay, out of all the entertainment news, what do you want to start off with? Um, you know, I had a pretty good laugh with uh, with the Keaton stuff, to be honest with you. Oh, yeah? yeah, he like he seems really enthusiastic about getting back into the bat suit, getting back into the role, um, kind of showing his age a little bit, you know, yeah. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Um, but like the, the first quote I saw was, um, Oh, uh, it was something like, uh, I can, uh, I think I could, like, he was thinking about going back into the role of Batman at some point. And he was like, you know what? I think I can go back and I can real nail that motherfucker yeah. was, was the quote that he had. Um, which I mean is great. He hasn't, he has enthusiasm about it. Um, if that is so maybe, and hopefully the rumors are true. You know, if, if we get a Keaton Batman for a longer period of time, you know, he won't get tired of it, you know, yeah, at least. So I think that yeah. is pretty cool. Yeah, he was definitely out of acting for a while. And then like he got he got back on the scene with Birdman. Like, yeah, that, like blue, and that movie was fantastic. Um, So, yeah, he came back onto the scene with that. And then, yeah, now he, he was in a Marvel movie. Now he's going to be in the DCU playing the role he should have always played. And I'm hoping that it does end up leading to a Batman Beyond. Like, if he is going to, like, let's say, let's say he does do the Nick Fury thing, right? And he makes a cameo in nine movies. I'm hoping the final movie he does is Batman Beyond. And, like, he, you know, and he's like, you know what? I've been on this universe for too long or whatever. It's time for me to go home. And then if he yeah. goes home and, you know, it's Terry McGinnis and all this crazy shit, um, that would be kind of cool um but yeah i don't know yeah the other thing speaking of like multiverse or whatever uh he said that he uh he didn't really understand the concept of the flash <laughs> movie and the multiverse which uh that kind of goes into showing his age and I, I mean i think actually i'm not gonna say that's an age thing because i think anybody that doesn't understand comics might get confused by it oh yeah it's yeah. it's a really complicated thing especially like when they're like hey you're batman but you're gonna probably be fighting a batman and talking yeah. to another Batman, like he's going to be like, but I'm Batman. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Which totally doesn't make sense because again, like the, I, I, I've always hated it. DC, the DCEU is about to do it, but the way the CW handled the multiverse was so shit. And like DC, the comic books was just like, you know, we handle it like multiverse theory where there's like a million of you in a, different bunch of million universes and but cw is all like nah nah nah, we want him to be flash and this and that and he just fucked up the whole thing so if you're trying to explain that to somebody that doesn't read comics and stuff that it's confusing to me and i'm just like this is just a dumb theory i don't know why y'all did it this way and i mean not to like i mean we are knocking on dc for doing it but like marvel just put it out there in their multiverse and they're using like freaking well actually they have variants and those variants look different like those mm -hmm. different types of multiverse like because the big thing was loki mm -hmm. there was four different lokis one of them looked the same 
but like the other four looked completely different. So, yeah. I mean, it they are playing the same game, but there are instances where people are the exact same person on every like reality. Yeah. Well, Loki, isn't he a shapeshifter originally? So it doesn't even matter. Yes and no. I mean, yes, because he uses illusions, but not necessarily shapeshifting. Mm. But yeah. 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 See, something like that is believable because like even in like uh, metal, right? Like metal, they had like that one world where the sexes were opposite. So like Batman was female, Aquaman was there, all that kind of stuff. Like that was cool. And they just kind of changed up the names where like the woman was like Bryce uh, Wayne and the female oh, was yeah, like yeah. Samuel Kyle or something like that. Yeah. Like that was cool. Um, but it wasn't the same like person, you know, it wasn't Bruce Wayne. So um, yeah, I don't know. The multiverse is just fucking confusing. But it is interesting and cool that Michael Keaton does seem like he is enjoying uh, playing the Flash. Uh, it's weird, though. I mean, obviously, it's not weird. I was going to say it's weird that we're hearing more from Michael Keaton than nobody else. But I feel like he's bigger than Ezra Miller. So he is. But also, Michael Keaton has a movie called The Prestige or, or something. I have no idea. It's like in another like because I think he's been in like two assassin movies like recently he, yeah he had one one assassin movie i don't think it was recent but it was with the guy that everybody wanted to be nightwing yeah 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 yeah. yeah. uh dylan o'brien or, yeah. or the dude from maze runner yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, that was american assassin mm -hmm. or yeah yeah american assassin <laughs> and then this one is uh the prestige with samuel jackson uh, okay. uh and it's coming out like soon i think interesting yeah. yeah. So he's doing he's doing press for that, and then they're asking him questions for for the Flash. That's pretty cool. Yeah, because like I we haven't heard anything from it. I know that they like uh, I saw something about like oh new Flash photos show people from the cast or whatever, and I thought that was interesting, but I had no idea who the hell they were. It was just the cast name on uh, like trailers or whatever. I yeah. didn't know if that really showed anything, but cool, I guess. Um, at this point, I'm just kind of waiting for a trailer. Like, I don't really care. Um, yeah, I think that, like, because we were kind of wondering, like, hey, is there anything to really talk about today? Um, it is getting closer and closer to fandom. So I think it's probably going to be pretty dead until October, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of October, I just made a TikTok about OnlyFans. <laughs> 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 that they're getting rid of their spicy content in fucking everybody's talking about it it is absolutely insane yeah well i mean the thing about it is and this is what i talk i mean if we do have any creators in the audience like do ne never be loyal to one company when it comes to being a creator because if your specific type of content upsets them or thinks they think it costs you money you're gone and like that's why you should diversify your content uh, we've talked about it on the last podcast. We want to end up putting this on YouTube. Um, so eventually we'll have that kind of thing in case Spotify was just like, fuck Batman. We're not going to you know, have Batman podcasts anymore. We'd be on YouTube. And so uh, with me, I run a bunch of different things. But yeah, with OnlyFans, it's just like they just shit on the people that made them big, right? It, yeah, it, they like they basically shit on everybody that made them a multi-billion dollar company. Yeah. It would be like the equivalent of DC shitting on Batman. Yes. That's the equivalent of it. 
And um, granted, DC and Marvel shit on the people that created those characters uh, and their stories. So they kind of do the same thing. But uh, yeah, I just thought it was that's going to be the big news uh, or, or t- of today. But that is happening in October. So uh, that's not the only thing happening in Fando. Um, but I'm pretty sure like there are other sites out there right now. They're like, oh, we'll take you. We'll take you. So uh, come over <laughs> here. You know, So I'm pretty sure there'll be something new in a matter of weeks. Cute um, Pornhub music. Right. <laughs> yeah. uh, so moving on from that to another uh, person that. A lot of people oddly find sexy since we're talking about OnlyFans. Danny DeVito is going to be <laughs> writing a penguin story in like an upcoming penguin book or something. No, it's it's a it's an anniversary book. I can't remember uh, exactly the the exact title of it, uh, but it's so smart for him to do this. Um, of course, there's a lot of uh, PR going around Batman 89 because of Keaton, because yeah. of him being the Flash, you know, this uh, miniseries coming out. I think it's smart. And he, he reached out and he was all like, yeah, you know, I really like penguin. We mm-hmm. thought it was a really great idea. So I'm actually teaming up with other writers and they're helping me write it. So he's not just going to be like, Hey, I'm going to try and write this, yeah. you know, comic, which we've had celebrities write comics before. Yeah. So, uh, CM punk has written for Marvel. He's in the news a lot too right now. Cause he's about to come back to wrestling tomorrow. Oh, really? Yeah. They've been like teasing it a lot. Um, But yeah, he's a big thing right now. But he he wrote a few issues uh, in Marvel for Thor and Drax. I think he wrote an entire series for Drax. Didn't he write like a baseball series too? Like he wrote some weird ass shit. Yeah, he's done a few stuff like randomly. Um, But there has been some guest writers. uh, J.J. Abrams and his son. Uh, wrote a Spider-Man comic uh, within the last three years. Yeah. Like just random stuff like that. Uh, so him getting involved with Batman and Penguin again, I thought that was really, really cool. Yeah, so Danny DeVito has been somebody that's always appreciated playing the Penguin because I know there was a small interview when uh, Colin Farrell got cast and they asked him like, oh, what are your thoughts on Colin Farrell being Penguin? He was like, oh, we chatted or something like that. Like they actually had a conversation about penguin oh and that's pretty was, cool yeah and i think he said that he was really excited he thinks pharaoh is gonna go ahead and like kill it and stuff like that and um yeah i would love to see him don the penguin suit again if they were to do batman beyond like a really old sick penguin although technically he died but maybe he didn't he's a penguin. Hey, flashpoint it can yeah. do whatever you know yeah so uh i would love to see danny devito play penguin again Um, And I just love that Danny DeVito is just he's stuck around for so long. Like he is still (laughs) as popular, I think, Um, because all you know, what is the show? Uh, Sunny in Philadelphia. Always, always always sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, Yeah. he's that shows what had like 13 seasons or something, which is crazy, Uh, which still blows my mind. I remember seeing that show. It was created off of one of those stupid commercials that was like, hey, send us in your idea. And I think that's how it was made. And like, yeah, because there's like, I got to find it. But there was an old commercial that was like, we made all, you know, do you have a show? Pitch it by doing this. Uh, Shows like Always Sunny were made this way, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, the fuck? And they had the actors talking about it, I think. I'd have to find it. But it was like, like the first two seasons it was getting promoted like that. But anyways, aside from Danny DeVito, uh, we got, I didn't even know that this was happening. We're getting a Catwoman animated movie, right? 
yes. called Catwoman Hunted. And it is starring Elizabeth Gills. Is that how you say her name? Or Gilly? Gilles? Giles, I think. Yeah. yeah. So anybody that watched Victorious, Victorious. knows yep. her <laughs> as Jade in Victorious. She I is always... also on the CW show uh, Dynasty. Yeah, yeah Dynasty. Uh, and then she was on some rock show with Kevin Bacon for a while, too. Um, but uh, yeah, so she's been uh, like she's had a big career, I think, after, um, you know, Victorious. Uh, I've always been fascinated with her because like I've always liked those mean girls. And she also had like a goth vibe to her, too. But knowing that she's going to be Catwoman, I was like, yeah, that fits. I think I think she'll probably do really well. I'm interested to see how she's going to do it. Or like how she's gonna play it, but um, I think she's got the vibe for it, so I'm really excited. I have, other than that, I have no idea what this is gonna be about. Um, so I don't yeah, know. I, I I have yeah. no idea. This was news to me when I whenever I just saw the screenshot because they yeah. it it looks like it's like already animated. being made. Yeah, yeah, already being animated. Um, from the photo, I mean, the animation looks cool. It looks very like traditional anime to be completely honest yeah yeah for sure like she she almost has like a chibi like face and mm-hmm. i was like oh i don't know if i like that um just because i don't know like if you look at the picture it almost has and i hate like i hate this part of like television media mm-hmm. but they created this thing called like the soap opera fog mm-hmm. that's what this image kind of has and I don't know if it's because of like the particular scene or maybe yeah. it's a flashback or something. Cause usually when there's a flashback in almost anything, they kind of use that haze or that fog. Yeah. So like I'm looking at it and I'm like, I noticed that immediately because it's one thing that I hate, mm-hmm. but the animation overall looks pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm interested. I just didn't think that they would give Catwoman her own movie. <laughs> Or are they going to throw Batman in this? Like, Batman going to be, like, heavily invested in this so people can go watch it. You know what I mean? That would suck. Um, although I wouldn't mind him being there, but, like... Oh, uh, uh, freaking uh, Lauren Cohen, uh, freaking Martha from BVS and from mm-hmm. The Walking Dead. She's playing Julia Pennyworth? That's Alfred's daughter. So Very interesting. Um, yeah, but the uh, the villain in this is going to be Black Mask. For anybody that doesn't know, Catwoman and Black Mask have a very hardcore history. So I am really excited to see what they're going to go with this and if they would dive that hard into comic book lore because um, Black Mask made her sister essentially become, uh, I don't know if this is a politically correct term, but like a mute almost. Like she just doesn't talk and she does. She's almost like a vegetable almost because she just sits in a wheelchair and does nothing. This says here the story will follow Catwoman as she attempts to steal a jewel. Things go wrong, however, when the th- when the theft puts her in the middle of a powerful group of villains, Interpol and Batman. Okay, so the interesting thing there is a lot of women characters in this movie, so yes. I think that's kind of cool because we're gonna have Talia Al Ghul, we're gonna have uh, Julia Pennyworth, we're going to have uh, who else? Who else? The uh, Cheetah. Like, there's going to be a lot of female characters. Cheshire, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Domino 1, I don't know who Domino 1 is. Uh, Oh, that's somebody different. That's not a girl, though. Uh, But yeah, so there's going to be a lot of characters in this. It looks interesting. I just hope it is a Catwoman story, and it's not dominated by Batman. 
So yeah. I really wanted to focus on Catwoman. But yeah, I thought that was uh, pretty pretty cool as well. Um, but other than that, that is all the entertainment news for the week, which is pretty crazy. We do have one big thing that Clay sent me while I was driving back from a landfill because I had just loaded all of this tree brush into a landfill. He sends me this thing while I'm driving. And um, I don't have it pulled up, so you're going to need to uh, do this part. But apparently, Batman is going to leave Gotham or give up on Gotham. And that just sounds dumb. Yeah, it's in the solicits. We, again, a chock full of freaking Batman books coming out in November. And it says here, the the title of this in particular article that is highlighting this specific book says, Batman quits Gotham, setting up 2022 DC event shadows of the bat shadows of the bat is actually a really classic title yeah. this isn't new whatsoever uh this is something that dc and the big two loves to do this they like mm-hmm. to take older titles renew them in some sort of way so that way it catches people's attention who love the old titles and they're like hey i remember when i read uh freaking uh well right now dc is doing legends of the dark knight i mean mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh, which I mean, not anymore, unfortunately. Um, but they're like, hey, you know, we can take that title and get pe- draw people in. Same thing for this. Now, the premise of it sounds like the end of Fear State is going to end the era of Bruce Wayne Batman. Yeah. In some capacity, whether it be he leaves, whether it be he dies, whether it be. He goes into hiding, whatever. Mm-hmm. But Gotham is left unprotected by Batman specifically. Yeah. And it kind of highlights the fact that like everybody from the Bat family and everybody via Gotham is like, well, there needs to be a protector. And so it's more so like, hey, look what Batman has been able to grow in Gotham. Yeah. And people are going to be taking up his quote unquote mantle. Mm-hmm. And these are the stories of that. So basically urban legends. Yeah. <laughs> to be completely honest. Um, but more of a like, Hey, there's a in story reason for why this is happening. There are rumors that this is taking the place of the Batman title, that mm. there is not going to be a Batman solo title for maybe the rest of 2021 when this starts. Wow. So that is technically only a month and a half to two months, mm-hmm. but that would be probably the first time. Um, I actually can't even remember when there was no Batman title. It hasn't been for the last maybe six or seven years for sure. Cause I've been reading but before Snyder. There's been a constant Batman run. Yeah, I, I think yeah, it had to be before Snyder, uh, before New 52. Well, it's been a decade already because Snyder did it for four years. Tom King did it for four years. We've been, what, two years into Tynan already? Uh, yeah, so. but even Snyder was on Batman when Dick Grayson was there. On Well, uh, he was detective, I think. He wasn't on Batman. Um, that was before New 52. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Gosh, I, I would be really interested to see if there's like 
a history of that. Like if the Batman title ever stopped. Yeah. I wonder um, if they're doing that to give the new writer time to write a bunch. Yeah. And so. I mean, during this time, because mm -hmm. clearly Tynan is finished with Fear State. Yeah. Um, or at least almost finished. Um, and then, you know, by the time, you know, they're, they're probably already having somebody write up the first few issues right now mm -hmm. since the announcement of him getting off the book. Yeah. Yeah. So interesting thing about this is, you know, people are going to be like, Ugh, uh, no Batman, I'm not going to read it or whatever. You know what I mean? There's always going to be somebody like that. Obviously, we're going to give it a shot here on the podcast because we read all things Batman. But um, I was talking to Clay yesterday because I finally went to go pick up my books that I haven't picked up, picked up from the comic shop in months because they called me and they were like, hey, you haven't picked up your books. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, my bad. And they also dropped Batcat this week, which we'll be covering here in a little bit. But the crazy thing is, is I talked to one of our friends at the comic shop and I was like, yo, I told him, like, why haven't you guys bought more manga? Like, I'm so surprised you guys haven't dove into that because nobody seems to be caring about Batman right now. And he says that a lot of people haven't gave a shit about Tynan's run at the shop. So I don't know how that is playing out. Um, but the interesting thing was as we were the one, one of the biggest things that he told me that I thought was kind of shocking was he said that, dude, when kids come in, they don't give a shit about comics. He was like, they just want to read manga. And that is the most telling thing about comics right now. And, you know, DC had, didn't it kill like the kids line or something like that? Right. Didn't Which one? We have like five kids. We had like two or three kids divisions, didn't we? Then we have like toddlers and then fucking this and then that. And this. Well, yeah, there was a DC Zoom and then and, like, yeah, and DC Inc. And yeah. they're dead, right? Yeah, there yeah. hasn't been really anything like they haven't really pushed that as an imprint. Yeah, you know, and there was even supposed to be like a like all star or like something of that type of name yeah. that Jeff Johns was going to be pushing. Mm -hmm. He has not been anywhere near a DC book since, uh, yeah. uh, yeah, three, uh, since three jokers. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's, I mean, if you ever, if, cause some people may have never been in a comic shop before, but when you go to a comic shop and you go to the weekly like section for books, it's pretty intimidating. Like, there's a lot of fucking shit. And, um, you know, when you go to a manga section, it's just like, okay, all of these books are number ones. You can literally go to a comic shop and there not be an issue number one on the new weekly round. Yeah. This probably is of something, but maybe not something you're interested in. And then you have to go find that number one, whereas most like manga, you'll probably see book one and then all of the other things unless it's sold out. So, um, you know, and I, I mentioned like our idea of like, you know, DC needs to go to just a book central type thing and get rid of single issues. And, um, you know, I thought it was kind of interesting or whatever, but I just don't know, man. Like at this point, if DC is not paying attention to how kids don't give a shit about comics, what do you do in the future? Like I just, I got lucky and I started reading comics like, my early 20s like actual physical comic books 
Um, but if these new kids aren't going to give give a fuck, and like I feel like manga is so strong that a lot of people will be like, I don't need to read comics. Like, there's so much. Mo- you could start One Piece in fucking middle school and still be reading it until fucking you're my age. So like, because it, it's just so fucking long. Yeah, and uh, and it's still not even over. So like, I don't know, man. I just don't know what the American comic books are going to be doing in the future. If like comic shops are saying that kids don't give a shit about comics, you know, and it's, it's going to be so weird because one thing right now that we still have to take into consideration as DC fans is AT&T is technically the ones that are in control of the publishing of DC comics for only a limited time. Because next year, that get that gets in possession of Discovery mm-hmm. because of the deal that they made earlier this year. That doesn't go into full effect until next year. When those types of things happen, you do definitely see a shift, whether yeah. it be good or bad. Um, of course, us being fans, we always want it to be good. So it will be interesting to see next year if Discovery is smart enough to say, hey, there is clearly a shift in how people read this type of material. Let's see if we can go that same route. You yeah. know? Yeah. I mean, I think they definitely need to downsize. They need to stop making so many Batman books. And um, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know if it's a change in the style of the book. I don't know if you can really change American style. Like the American, it's just the way it is. I was talking to a friend of mine that doesn't read comic books. And I was telling him because... I never thought this friend would read manga or anything. He was like, hey, man, so, like, I just bought this uh, book on my Kindle that's a manga that's really popular. It's, like, a horror manga. And I was just like, what? I was like, you? Nice. <laughs> I was like, I was, I was like, dude, let me know the title because I don't know what the hell it is. I forgot what it's called. But, yeah, he was like, yeah, man. I said, he was all, can I read it, like, left to right? Or, or like, do I have to read it a different way? Or, like, I was like, oh, I was like oh, let me tell you. And um, so, yeah, man, so people that don't even fucking are not even in this space are starting to read manga because people are talking about it. And I just I, I was explaining how I think, you know, dude, this is this would be the probably one of the most controversial things that I've said before or like just the idea of it, because I think there's a lot of people that be like, no, you can't say that. But I never thought and this is what sucks that. DC, not DC comic books lately you know how we've had a bunch of incels be like oh they're ruining them because of agendas is that coming true (laughs) i don't think so no i just i i don't think that is true i think the problem is the same idea of that of hollywood is hey it is clearly shifting you know, mm-hmm. everybody's like, oh, go to the theater, go to the theater, go to the theater. And Netflix is here, like, making billions of dollars. It's like, yeah, let's uh, just give everybody this for free for $15 yeah. a month, you know? And everybody's like, no, we need to make billions of dollars every single year, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And there's less and less people starting to, like, people are not caring about the box office too much. Yeah. As far as, like, the people who generally used to, like, talk about it mm-hmm. more and more people are talking less about it and i, I think with that uh-huh. you know yes don't get don't get me wrong we talk about how 
you know, freaking manga is hitting, you know, the top 100 best selling freaking books of all time. Yeah. But that's because that is in our medium and it's never been done before. And so mm-hmm. we're like, holy shit, that's awesome. Yeah. With comics, with Marvel and DC, they want to be like, hey, we need to stay physical. This entire like evolution to digital and subscription service is a bunch of hoo-ha. People need to go into these comic shops and they need to buy comics. And that's just not how the world is evolving. Yeah. So you like you you preach this stuff all the time on TikTok. You need to diversify. evolve and yeah. diversify with the trends. And if you don't, you're going to be left behind. Yeah. Which is why Substack has become such a big deal. More and more people are jumping onto that thing. Mm-hmm. Chip Zdarsky's on there now. Um, Robert Venditti, Donnie Cates. There's like a whole bunch of big writers that are jumping on this thing because they've said, hey, if you come onto our platform, you get to hold all rights to everything you create, and we're never going to take that away from you. Yeah. Like, that's a big seller, you know? Yeah. So I think we're talking about two different things. So, because mine is slightly different. My thing is, because what, what everything you just said is true. Like, yes, I, I think these Marvel and DC are staying in. They're, they're, trying to, they're trying to be like Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon doesn't like new styles <laughs> yeah. of wrestling. Yeah. He yeah. just thinks big dudes sell. And he doesn't think small guys are good or guys that can do flippy flips and all this shit. He doesn't think any of that's good. He thinks everybody should be Hulk Hogan in The Rock. And people are like, we don't fucking care about that anymore. Like, that was awesome when we were growing up. You don't, it's, we want more exciting, good wrestling. And Vince McMahon's like, no, uh, I'm going to fire all these people and it's only going to be The Rock. And uh, we see John Cena literally came back to wrestling. Like, yeah, I saw that. It's, it's crazy. But that's how Marvel and DC are. They don't want to change. They think this has to be it. What I'm talking about is those stupid arguments we had like five years ago of like, you know how incels were like, oh, fucking oh, powerful women and uh, they're not sexy anymore. You know that like stupid mindset of yeah. shit like that. And they're like, they're just pandering and there's an agenda. I think partially of that might be true because we've talked about it a little bit. I think the politically correctness and like diversity has overreached i think they've done it too much in my opinion i don't know how you feel about that i don't agree with the women stuff they i've always been wrong with that like they're like they're stupid they just don't like powerful women and i think that's wrong but we saw it with the marvel shit the snowflake and fucking that kind of stuff safe space and snowflake or something that was just such an overreach that that was like hey how far can we go and they you're right they overreached on that yeah um it was almost a parody with like them thinking it was serious yeah uh i can kind of see that Mm -hmm. but to be honest in my books that i read Mm -hmm. like honestly if we think about the batman books that we have read in the last 100 you know episodes of this podcast there hasn't been much of that stuff. There has been a like in other books. Yeah. And it's starting to hit more of ours just recently as far as Tynan mm-hmm. coming in and like bringing Ghostmaker and doing all of that stuff. So it's only been hitting us recently, I mm-hmm. think. So I can kind of get where you're coming from. Yeah. But if you look at the if you look at the big two as a whole. 
mm-hmm. I can see, okay, yeah, there may be a little bit too much. And we we made this conversation over at the Discord. Go join it. Um, sure, Juice will have a link to it in the description. Yeah, it's in my link tree. But the the idea that since freaking 2020, 2019, and even before then, a lot of companies, not just comics, have tried to make money off of LGBTQ plus mm-hmm. and the black community, yeah. like hardcore. And to the point where it's just like, hey, black people buy our stuff. It's not subtle. It's not like, hey, look, this is what character development looks like. It's like, hey, look, black people. And it's like, okay, they exist. Yes, we know that. No, but black people. It's like, okay, you can you can calm down. We 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 know. And they just keep doing it. And I'm not saying that it's wrong because they can have the limelight. It's it's great. You know, Milestone is off to a great start so far. I've read every single first issue, and they're pretty good. Nice. But the problem with that is the fact that they are doing it to do it, and they're not doing it to actually help that community and actually represent that community, you know? Yeah. Uh, and that I understand completely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's kind of like... I'm not saying that 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 incel mindset is right, but we have started seeing it recently where people try to make like there's I don't I don't know if overreaching is the thing, but people complain about something or are against something for so long that it eventually a bit of it becomes right. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm I'm totally saying this totally wrong, but it's like the way. Uh, in in current situations with anti-vax and all this bullshit, right? Yeah. Like we see all these people out here saying like, "Oh, this is going to happen and if you, you know, do this and that." Like anti-vaxxers have gotten so ridiculous that they're just making the points they were making a long time ago are coming true now. Like, you know what I mean? Or the things that they've been preaching for so long are just getting like, I don't know, proven or disproven easily. Uh, I'm fucking butchering this whole analogy right now, but you know what I'm just saying is like it's. I just think that there there, is there a has been bit of there truth. has been pockets of yes of truth mm-hmm. in those arguments. Yeah, is what you're yeah. saying. It's and, not everything you say. Yeah, and I I agree with that. I agree that there's some stuff that, for example, we just talked about it last episode with Tim Drake, mm-hmm. with him coming out as bi. Not that it's a problem, but one of the things that we made an argument for is where where's Batwoman? You know, instead of having the very easy representation that you already have, like they just they just released. I believe it was in early June or early July. Um, It was I think it was like the Pride book. Yeah, the Pride book. Yeah, June. And they had all of those characters. But they only saved it for that one book, and they're not going to put them out in different books. They're not going to have that representation anywhere. Like, yeah, that I think is kind of crap. Yeah, and I know that I'm 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 kind of taking a different perspective of what you're saying, mm-hmm. but it still is in the same realm, you know, yeah. because with the idea of like, oh, you know, they're they're pushing an agenda, they're pushing quote unquote pushing an agenda. Because they're altering different things, 
when you don't necessarily have to alter. Yeah. When there's content there, there's representation there, but it's like, oh, for the sake of the clicks and for the sake of the sell, we're going to do this. Yeah. And I just think for that reason, it's really dumb. Yeah, I would agree with that. And that goes to a lot of that incel mentality is like elitist mentality of like, oh, back in the 80s, it was done yeah. this way or this character. And so and there's kind of like a purist mentality too, like, oh, if you were just going to do that, they try to hit you with uh, like legit source material like Batwoman has done this. So, yes, that totally makes sense. And yeah, I just think that it's I think comics have tried to be too too inclusive to the point where it just again like i've always said comes off as pandering and my full circle fucking reason for talking about all this is i think that's why people are enjoying manga because manga doesn't give a fuck and they just do whatever they want yeah and it and it makes sense and they somehow like manga is so ridiculous now it's not all good i've read some bad shit but like for the most part manga is like when when somebody says like oh you got to be a creative writer manga are those kind of people that like they just put their hands in fucking garbage bands of random words and random shit that happen and they make a story out of it it's like okay so there's a man that gets thrown into another world he has tentacle for arms and there's hot ladies everywhere make something out of it and they're like okay and fucking <laughs> it gets made and you're just like, what the fuck? Like, what? How is this good? And it's just so ridiculous. But they make it happen. But in America, that would never work because Batman can't even fucking jump out of a building anymore without, you know, you pointing out that his arm's going to break and that from the fall, it's going to, you know, like it's unfortunate that with a lot of American stories, everything has to be realistic. And I'm just like, it has to be realistic, but also like. You know, we we were kind of playing with that whole idea like just a few minutes ago when we were mm -hmm. joking around about freaking OnlyFans yeah. is the reason why they're taking off that spicy content is because there's enough people that are like, well, that's just disgusting and you shouldn't have that and blah, 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 blah. And enough money gets thrown their way and they're like, OK, we're not going to do that anymore because mm -hmm. this person gave me a whole shit ton of money. And comics do the exact same thing yep. like honestly they black label we we can have like all of these like sexy women mm -hmm. or sexy men in comics but they only take it so far and they don't push it in that way yeah at all usually you know i think the most scandalous stuff that i have seen recently are quite possibly the two scandalous couples of the big two rogan gambit and batman and catwoman mm -hmm. like that is that is the last time i have seen anything in that manner um just recently i guess with x-men because of the way hickman was writing it um they're all like asexual so like they have like giant orgies or whatever um, <laughs> <laughs> like all of the x-men yeah. um but it's i don't i, I don't i don't know like it's just with Is that, that how they get around making uh, it being okay that Wolverine can bang out Gene or what? We're not basically the relationship. no. There, there was there was like in like they were insinuating that like uh, Gene 
Cyclops, and Wolverine all sleep in the same bed. Oh God! Yeah. <laughs> See, that's but, so like, much- <laughs> go for it. Go for it. But but in in the same in the same light when like you just pointed it out mm-hmm. freaking black label like we have a shadow of some girth and it's like oh fuck the yeah. entire world's gonna end and boom you cut that label at the knees you're mm-hmm. never gonna make as much money as you used or that you could have yeah i would love to see how it changed after that and it was so early on too it, it was, was the so first book yeah <laughs> <laughs> It was oh, literally the first book of Black Label, and they're just like, "Nope, nope. Let's let's call everybody up and like, hey, I, you know how we said it was, uh, you know, hands free? Yeah, not not anymore. Pull it in, pull it in here. I'm taking the reins." And it's like, why? Like, there's yeah. there's no reason for it, and I don't think we will ever get to the point where any American comics, unfortunately, well, I say any, but there are certain labels of or certain companies Mm -hmm. that do play off of like the sexiness. You have like the grim fairy tales, you know, and Xenoscope and, uh, but those are just, uh, I don't think they go full blown. No, no, no. They don't go full blown, but they, they play around with the sexiness. And then of course you, you insinuate with the covers and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then that's get that gets the sales. It's like, yeah. hey, we're gonna we're gonna give you the cover, but inside it's like these badass women, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. In American comics, they kind of do the same thing. Like they get some really amazing artists for women's books, and yeah. they make it look really, really good. And then, like for all those who are just like, oh, you know pretty Catwoman mm-hmm. latex and then like they open it and it's just like Catwoman fucking up somebody and they're like oh, whatever yeah but I don't think we will ever see a time where <laughs> where Batman goes down on Catwoman <laughs> yeah. yeah that that joke's never gonna die it's no, never never it's never gonna die <laughs> until it happens and then then it's gonna be a big thing and then people are gonna bitch about it again um yeah i just don't i don't know man like it it is very funny like we've been joking about it on this podcast that this podcast is slowly becoming a manga anime podcast but like i think you know it's been we're going into what year three here pretty soon and it's comics have changed a lot in these last two years man yeah like Dude, this podcast started because we were like, oh, fuck, they killed Alfred. Like, what the fuck? Like, that's crazy. And now we're just like, yo, man, Batman sucks. Like, it's just kind of getting boring and like this and that. But then this, these like mangas over here just doing random shit. And we're like, dude, that book's kind of cool. And it's so weird because, you know, I, I, I mentioned the whole Substack thing. I look at DC right now and I can point out, okay, Tom Taylor is on Superman. Mm-hmm. He's on Nightwing. Tynan is on Batman. But like, I think of the other books, I have no fucking clue who's writing the other books. Yeah, I literally like Ram Ram V on Catwoman. Like that. Yeah. That's that's basically it. Like the writers that I used to really enjoy are like all but non-existent. Yeah, and. We did technically say, hey, you need to bring in fresh meat here. 
but you're not advertising any of these people. You're not highlighting any of these people at all. Like yeah. I'm not like I will say um, I've heard a lot of good things about the Suicide Squad book. I'm slowly trying to like find some time in my schedule to the go Joker back. One? No, no, no. The like the main continuity oh. Suicide Squad book. Um, like somehow they've oh, dealt with right. like multi multiversal Make, stuff. Keep, yeah, whatever. Uh-huh. But like uh, Ultraman from Earth Three got involved in there and like. It's it's gotten pretty intense, hmm. but like I don't know anybody anymore. I know Dan Jurgens is doing a Booster Gold Blue Beetle book, nice. but like like that's already been that's already being delayed. No, oh. and exactly like I I don't know where Tomasi is. Like mm. I haven't heard anything from Tomasi in I don't know how long. Yeah, you know, there's so many writers that I used to follow, and they're all but like gone. They need to stop announcing stuff before it's halfway done like i don't understand like tom king's he's like no we get it half done now because he's had delays already you know what i mean yeah so like i mean with rorschach rorschach even got delayed right but they had six issues done before even announcing yeah and which like the hardcover comes out in november by the way oh nice same thing which uh stranger adventures they come out in the same month nice so yeah like it's pretty see but then again like tom king has like five hardcovers that come out i'm like which one do i gotta wait for because like one's always better than the other uh but anyways yeah so that's the uh portion of the podcast where we just talk about manga for no reason um just because you know it's the future but uh <laughs> it is though man like 100 like i just the the I, you made a good point though like we don't know if like america's ever gonna buy into that type of content like or dc or marvel you're never going to see that but will there be a change in the way america views that type of stuff because yeah. you think so you think like the way like the way japan makes anime do you see that flying in america i think or manga i should say i think that somebody has to dip their toes in it mm-hmm. right like uh, a publisher or a creator publisher creator company whatever you just reacted to something that is dipping their toes in it right now Mm -hmm. star wars is going into anime yeah yeah that's true and star wars is owned by disney disney is a big company and more importantly guys (laughs) more, more importantly though disney is a marketing monster yeah so it's it's not just like hey look we're doing anime and like that's the end of it mm-hmm. no they throw it into your face and they're like boom this is the next big thing that's gonna happen here yeah and so people hear, hear about it they see it and they're like oh this is freaking awesome i want more of this mm-hmm. and then that gets the attention of other companies aka wb and other stuff like okay they did that now we have to do it okay what do we do it with yeah. oh well the only thing we have is mortal Kombat and dc okay Mm -hmm. so which one do we do and you just slowly start to move it in that direction yeah technically dc did it with they got a japanese team to do batman ninja or whatever yes yes so i i i i like that movie but at the same time it's not great yeah it's (laughs) hardcore anime yeah it's hardcore anime (laughs) so um but i mean it looked nice like i remember 
the the Saturday morning like shorts. Like mm-hmm. I think that you I'm sure you remember it, but I think it would be really cool for you to go back and react to with the, the entire scroll thing. one. I think yeah, I with the already. the scroll with like Bane yeah. and Catwoman and all that. Mm-hmm. Like that. If there was a Batman series in that world, mm-hmm. that would be amazing. And yeah. they took it seriously. Like, I think that would be really, really cool. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. I, I do think it's going to take um, a big publisher to start bringing in manga. But the thing is, is are they going to get somebody to write manga? Or are they just going to buy a bunch of shit from Japan? Because Japan has so much. Like, are they going to revive stuff, right? Because Japan is very respectful to their creators, I think. not. They don't pay them well. But they are like... They do honor them in, yes. a, in a lot of ways. They do respect them. Like, because, like, I mean, if you're going to make them money, you're going to mm-hmm. make them money. Yeah. You know, uh, for instance, the the really uh, hit, big hit, uh, Jujutsu Kaisen, yeah. the writer for that, he is not in the greatest health mm-hmm. or like him, like writing as much as he was, he was getting unhealthy. Yeah. So they're like, Hey, take a break. And then whenever you are ready, you can jump back on. Yeah. And he was like, Hey, I'm back in three weeks. Let's do this. Right. Like they can respect him in that way and they can give them whatever, but you're right. They don't unfortunately pay them that well. Yeah. I feel like, unfortunately, what they probably attempted, and I have the first volume. It's mm-hmm. not great, but it's also because I'm sure they gave them restrictions. There's Batman and the Justice League manga that has three uh, volumes. It probably didn't sell well because they're like, hey, write a Justice League story, but you have to do this, 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 and this. And it's not yeah. something that mangakas are really like, Hey, if this is my story, then I want to write it the way I want to. And they're mm-hmm. not usually like, hey, this is our story now. And you get to write this like, you know, mm-hmm. instead, the best way for DC to be able to do it would be like, hey, can you guys write a because usually a a volume of manga is anywhere from five to seven uh, chapters. Yeah. And just say, hey, can you write a six chapter story about Batman? Yeah. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. Just write it about Batman. And honestly, just be like, okay, like let them do whatever, like with no restrictions and see what, it, like, cause I'm sorry, like people freak out and they're like, Oh, anime. And they immediately think everything is tentacles mm-hmm. and fucking food wars type shit. Yeah. And it's like, it's not like that. Like, <laughs> like cl- clearly you see the stuff from like Jujutsu Kaisen, from My Hero Academia, yeah. from freaking Dragon Ball Z. Like there's so many different genres and you can do so much with it. And for some reason, fucking America is just prudes and they're just like, Ugh, yeah. you know, on the idea of giving somebody an intellectual property because they'll like muddy it or whatever. Yeah. The only way that you will ever bypass restrictions is if you're just that damn good. And the reason why, you know, jumping shit back to entertainment news recently, um, I guess James Gunn didn't lie, but kind of lied because he said that they, they didn't put any restrictions on him. But when they went, when he had their initial interview with DC 
they asked him, can you make it PG-13? And he was like, no. He was, uh, I don't, the, the quote was really weird because it made it seem like I can write it and then you can take, you can give it to another director. And if they want to make it PG-13 and do all that stuff, you can do that. But if it's going to, if I'm directing this, it has to be R. Yeah. And like, that is awesome. And I think it's one of the reasons why I would prefer, like if I ever was going to write Batman, I would prefer to hopefully be more successful as a writer somewhere else. And then when they're like, hey, would you do this? And I'm going to be like, yeah, but this, this, and this has to happen or I'm not signing on. Like, hey, you know what I mean? could you do this? No. Yeah. Uh, but we're giving you Batman. Yeah. And I said no. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's what you need to have power, right? Uh, the the old saying is powerful people only like listen to powerful people, right? Yeah. So like if they know that you're going to make them money, then it's just like, oh shit, like let's let him do whatever he wants. Yeah. Um but yeah, man, I don't I don't it just Going full circle to OnlyFans, like I don't understand why you would betray the Pete, like what people want. Like I don't understand yeah. why you're just giving people creative freedom. Like why is that so hard? I don't understand it. Like they're gonna make you money because the 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 mindset has changed so much that where people care about the creators now, they don't necessarily give a shit about content. Yes, there are gonna be people that criticize it, but there are people that criticize and still support. They're like, hey, man, I didn't think that was your best work, but I thought the art was cool. You had the co some cool moments. Wasn't my favorite thing, but I can't wait for the next thing. Like, there are so many people like that. And I just don't, like, I don't know. Maybe it is going to, we're going to go into this new era of people that are saying, fuck the big two. And they yeah. are on sub pop or whatever it's called. So Yeah, sub, sub stack or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, man, that might be the future. But, um, you know, that's going to be it. We're going to jump on to Titans now. Which this is going to be an interesting conversation, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Uh, if you do not want spoilers, I'm going to suggest if this podcast goes for another 45 minutes to an hour, skip 30 minutes ahead if you don't want spoilers. Because I don't know how long we're going to talk about this. But uh, yeah, we are going to do spoilers for Titans because we have watched the first four episodes. I watched the first three episodes last night. And holy shit, <laughs> is this show bad? like okay i'm i want to preface this by saying the first two episodes are awful the third and fourth episode are okay in my opinion but holy shit clay watching this series for, first of all first of all this juice is getting ptsd here fucking show <laughs> broke the everybody knows that listens to this Ooh. podcast knows that i hate when you do the Batman killing shit. I fucking hate it. It's so lazy. We have not got one live action Batman that doesn't kill. Like, what the fuck? Why is it always insinuated? Why does he always do something? Like, I, why is it so hard not to have this dude kill? I'm not going to lie to you. I thought this Bruce Wayne in Titans killed, but um, apparently he didn't. So what is it ends up happening at the end of the first fucking episode? Well, hold on. Before we even get into that fucking shit, the first episode of Titan, it starts off with <laughs> Robin fucking telling Bruce, hey, I got the Joker. I got the Joker. And Bruce is like, don't do it. Don't go out there. Don't do anything. Like, I'll be back tomorrow morning and we'll get the Joker. And of course, Robin fucking AKA Jason Todd is like, I could fucking do this. Goes out to the theme park by himself 
sees a cop that's got Jokerified and gets crowbarred to death. This happens in the first like three fucking minutes of the show, and then it cuts to the title screen. And I'm like, that's how they're gonna do the death? Are you <laughs> shitting me? And it just goes to the title screen. I love that text. I love the text oh that I got. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> Juice was like, tell me right now. Tell me <laughs> right now. Like, how bad is this show? Because I just saw the beginning of the first episode, and they're going to go through the death that quick? Yeah. And I was like, okay, okay. You're going to really hate the first two episodes? Yeah. The third one, you'll be 50-50 on. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was so, fucking awful. I... I will. I said this on DC Alliance. I will say it here. I am the biggest hypocrite on this first episode because I told. I'm pretty sure we said it here, like because there was these rumors that like, oh, Scarecrow is gonna be the one to kill Jason. Yeah. Like I'm pretty sure somehow, like even the creators of Titans, the TV show, was like pushing that narrative. Mm -hmm. They're like, hey, we're not gonna have Joker. You know, we kind of were done with that little like nightmare scene or whatever yeah in the uh second season like that's just the way it's gonna be and we're like that's fucking stupid they need to do the crowbar blah blah blah. and we said as long as we see the crowbar we'll be happy yeah i saw the crowbar and it's bullshit yeah that's true so yeah i might have said that too so i would be a hypocrite as well like it, um, it is so stupid it happens so fast yeah i watched this at 2 a.m. when it dropped mm -hmm. that Thursday morning. When I saw like you, you hear this, I will say really shitty Joker laugh. Yeah. And then you just see him getting pounded. You, you see freaking Jason get pounded by this crowbar. And then it just stops like just very abruptly the, the freaking title card Titans and all of that. And I'm just like, that was stupid. Strike one. Yes. And um, then it goes from that. Like, guys, it it's so bad. Like, I cannot believe they washed over one of the most iconic scenes. And I understand that they can't show Joker. Like, there's not an actor that's listed for the Joker. And they didn't show his face or any of that jazz. And they had to do the whole silhouette thing. I understand that. But, like... He just gets nailed, like watch out across the face, and then dies. And I'm almost like, what? And then they go to the title card of upbeat music Titans beating the shit out of people. And then they start doing interviews. And Dick Grayson's like, uh, me and Batman always got away from. Oh, first of all, fucking Starfire catches on fire and then says, I know, I'm hot. I'm like, fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> and then, like, cringe die. We know Titans is the edgelord of the whole family. So, yes, yes. Uh, they, they, they try to be dark for the sake of being dark. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not, it's, it's not a darker tone that yeah. they try to make onto the Titans, like, show. It's just like, hey, like, you saw it from the very first episode of this freaking show. Mm -hmm. Fuck Batman. Yep. And then they call back to that in this episode, episode one with Jason like grabbing this little inhaler that he's got and he's like yeah. fuck the joker and he, like he takes it and then all of a sudden he's fucking just he dies yeah. on the spot so you know jump to the titans fucking dick grayson is there talking to Corey, and then he's just like what 
And then it just cuts to fucking him going to Gotham or some bullshit. And then like the Robin's dead and we get to see Tim Drake. I completely forgot he was in this fucking show. Yeah. Um, we see him for a little bit and he's like a Batman lover. Uh, and then fucking we get moody Batman who already buried Jason Todd. And he's like, Oh, then of course we get the oh, whole, did you song. notice that, uh, Alfred died sometime between season two and three. Really? I thought he died before we even saw Batman in the first season. Mm-hmm. He's the one texting Dick Grayson. He's the one that gives Dick his suit. Oh, you never see his face, but it's yeah. it's during text messages and you see yeah. the name and they text back and forth. And then we just never heard from him again. And then Bruce says, oh, I buried Jason next to Alfred. Yeah. Yeah. So that happened. Uh, Alfred just died. Um, and then, uh, we get to meet Barbara Gordon and that was kind of cool. Like I like the actress and stuff, but like, so there's one thing that I have with her and I've said this on the, on DC Alliance, they didn't really agree with me, but there's a moment where like, okay, juice has already said it. Batman kills the Joker. Like just fucking imagine that scene for a second. Mm -hmm. Batman goes into Arkham and just beats Joker with the same fucking crowbar that he killed Jason with. Like that happens. Mm -hmm. He goes to Dick Grayson in the manor and he says, I'm done. It's over. Be a better Batman. Yeah. And he goes to Barbara the next morning and he's like, Oh yeah. Bruce told me to be a better Batman. She's like, be a better Batman. Are you fucking kidding me? Mm-hmm. That's some misogynistic bullshit. Like, she is really pissed off at him, right? Yeah. And then, I think it's in the second episode at that point. Mm-hmm. There's, like, a bank robbery. And they're trying to, like, the entire team of Titans is, like, trying to get the whole thing situated. Yeah. And they fuck up. Now. They yeah. fuck up, right? And Barbara goes to him. I thought Bruce said be a better Batman. What the fuck's yeah. wrong with you? And I'm like, what are you fucking talking about? You were just getting angry at Bruce for saying that. Yeah. And now you're going to agree with them that like now this is all Dick's fault. Like yeah. that's fucked up. So I, as much as I wanted to like be annoyed by what Barbara was saying, like, cause she does get mad at Bruce and like talks all this shit. That has always been a part of her character though. Cause she didn't, she wasn't raised by Bruce. You know what I mean? Necessarily like the way the boys were, you know what I mean? And that's always been the joke. Like there's been jokes in the comics that the boys get allowances and Barbara doesn't. And like, um, there's always been stuff like that. So I didn't mind that, but I loved when there was this moment that I don't know if it was in the first episode or the second episode, but Barbara insinuates like, Oh yeah, you're just trying to be like, a shadow essentially a shadow of the bat you know what i mean or you're just trying to father follow in father's footsteps he was like oh yeah uh commissioner gordon yeah yeah, oh yeah that one was good that one was good (laughs) i really like that moment but like also i just want to say this you know i just made fun of the whole thing with with alfred dying and we not knowing it this whole timeline of like this universe of the dc universe Mm -hmm. is fucked oh yeah because and the reason why we get a moment where Bruce, Dick, and Barbara are all talking. And Barbara is talking about a moment where she is teaming up with both Jason and Batman. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, when she was Batgirl. Yeah. And like, 
I'm thinking, okay, Jason became Robin a week after Tim or a week after Dick left. Yeah. So like when the fuck did the whole killing joke thing happen? It had to have happened. Yeah. I mean, unless she just had like a crazy recovery. Then again, we know this show has no problem rushing shit, which we'll talk about here in a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it is totally fucked because yeah, it doesn't make sense. Um, and yeah. Uh, did the Joker take her lake? I I assume so. I did say this. I think it would have been really inappropriate for them to like write it in to mm-hmm. like mention the missing leg. Yeah, because I just don't think that a- that actress but would have been like down for it. You know, I don't. I could be wrong here, so take this with a grain of salt. But I could have sworn I saw an article where she had like input with the character. So yeah. because of the wheelchair and stuff. Yeah. So I guess they could have asked her, and she could have been like, "Yeah, it's totally cool," or whatever. So I don't know, but I, I, I just, ass- of- I just assumed like, Hey, whatever the fuck happened, like yeah. she is now missing a leg for it. Yeah. Like that's, yeah, that's how I took to- it. Totally fine. But again, I don't like that. They don't talk about that kind of stuff. Like they just wash over some of the most important shit. She, in- like fucking RIP Gordon getting killed by Mr. Freeze. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> she, she like says something and then Dick is like, Mr. Freeze, and she's like, "Yeah, I know his name." Yeah, and I was like, "Oh fuck, okay." Yeah, and it's just like, and then she goes off on this whole war. To anyways, so here's something that grinds my gears that I just fucking realized at the end of this. Um, at the end of the fucking series, because uh, fucking Dick Grayson is like, I'm not leaving Gotham until I find out what Jason was doing because he was like looking at chemistry books and he's like, Jason's dumb. Like he's essentially saying he's like, Jason's dumb. He doesn't fucking yeah. read books. Like, why the fuck is he reading a book? And, like, that was a whole theme. And she was like, look, he's just a hardhead. Like, it doesn't matter. And he's like, no, I'm going to figure this out because Dick Grayson is the best Robin. And he's like, I'm going to figure this out. And, well, when he's doing that, he finds, like, a secret stash by Jason of a hidden place. And then he finds Bruce has a whole list of potential Robins. And we see Carrie Kelly and all these other That's people. That's what I was going to get to. Mm-hmm. I saw this, and for a moment I was like, Okay, nice Easter egg, because you see faces to yeah. names. You see Carrie Kelly, you see Stephanie Brown, you see Duke Thomas. Yeah. Like, you see these people, and you're like, oh, shit. But, like, Dick goes off. He's like, are you fucking kidding me? You're already lining up your next potential Robin? Like, yeah. what the fuck is wrong with you? But, dude, the moment Bruce looks at him and is like, do you want to be Robin again? <laughs> I was like what yeah (laughs) yeah dude i was like damn but he does say because i can't do this alone but you know like and he's like no he's like i don't want to fucking be robin again and here's my thing bruce wayne and do they know he's batman who the world because he goes to arkham in not a bat suit and fucking kills the Joker. Are you sure? He wasn't in a bat suit at the end of the, the thing. He didn't have a cow on or anything. I know, but you can kind of assume that he could like take it off. Do you think he would go down to the cave, undress, and then bring the crowbar up to fucking dick? You know what I mean? Instead of just walking through the it's the Wayne Manor. He could do whatever the fuck he wants. True. You know what I mean? He could have been there standing with his bat dick out, like oh, I just killed the Joker. You know what I mean? 
And like, that's my thing. I was like, and he's like, ah, I'm done. I'm going to leave. Be a better Batman. And he dips. And Barbara was looking for Bruce Wayne. So like, they were like, we know he changed planes on the whatever. So do they know he's Batman? Did they just release that whole thing? And that's not being talked about on the fucking news that Bruce Wayne's Batman. I don't know. So like, I mean, I will say this episode four. When we get there, mm -hmm. I got some fucking problems with. Okay. I got problems with it. Um, Specifically with some shit that like Dick is just willingly just saying in front yeah. of fucking Scarecrow. We find out that uh, Scarecrow. So let's the, the episode one ends with the death of fucking Joker. Yes. Episode two, we instantly get the Red Hood immediately at the start of the episode because there's yes. all these gang members and they try to do something that happened, I think, in the animated series or. It, well, no, no, it happens in the actual comic. Yeah. And then they adapted it into the movie under the Red Hood. Yeah. And so it's a very iconic scene. So I can see why they wanted to put it into this show. Mm -hmm. But dude, this actor squares up. I told you he squares up at like four foot two. He is not intimidating no. whatsoever, especially I don't know who the fuck told him how to carry a gun, mm -hmm. but he raises his fucking shoulders to like his ears and like he has no fucking neck. And he's holding these guns so, like, dude, I can't. I can't he, take this actor seriously. He fucking sucks as Red Hood. Like, yes. Red Hood sucks in this show. That helmet looks so dumb. It's garbage. It, the suit is terrible. One thing I will say, as much as I love Nightwing, the suit looks kind of bulky. I'm not going to lie. The chest plate looks bulky, in my it, opinion. It did look a little bulky on the first go. Like, that whole, like, mm -hmm. really, quote-unquote, fun moment with all yeah. the Titans in the very beginning of the first episode but like so the biggest problem that i have with this season was quite possibly episode two mm -hmm. and you you texted it to me immediately when it happened the reveal is on fucking the same fucking episode yeah that the titans find out that there is a red hood they find out that it's jason yeah on the second episode. It is so fucking stupid. This is, I texted, so after I saw, I think, the opening of the Red Hood part, I think I texted Clay, this writing is almost as bad as Gotham, which anybody that knows me know that, that that's, a, that's saying something. Yes. And then when I saw the reveal of the fucking, the second episode, they reveal that Jason is alive. I was like, holy shit, this might be as bad as The Flash. And my reference to that is The Flash in the first... I, I stopped watching The Flash after season four, if I'm not mistaken. The worst thing The Flash used to do was it would cause a problem and solve it the next episode. Yes. The Flash was notorious for that. And I was like, wow. So they literally killed Jason Todd again in the first three minutes Red Hood shows up in the first three minutes of episode two, and by the end of it, it's revealed that it's Jason Todd. And yeah. I'm just like, why? Like, holy shit. You, this should have been like episode eight that you it reveal this. It should have been like an ongoing fucking mystery. And don't get me wrong. I hate dramatic irony. Mm -hmm. I hate it because CW loves like it's it's the fucking teen drama shit. Yeah. It's like, oh, 
I know something here, but this character doesn't know about it. Mm-hmm. And it's becoming a problem for me, but I could just reach out and be a friend. Like I said, I am. And I could just talk to people like I hate that shit. You know, yeah. when a problem can be very easily fixed by like the relationships that is built during a show. It's mm-hmm. like it's a fucking friendship. That's what you're supposed to fucking do here. Like I said, they kind of were trying to play around with it. Mm-hmm. But then they just fucking blew their load like way too fucking early. They were using like Jason Todd being the Red Hood was getting people to act like basically terrorists with yeah. Red Hoods. And it reminded me of issue zero of Scott Snyder's Batman run mm-hmm. with all of the Red Hoods all around Gotham. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit you could really play around with this Mm -hmm. but when they fucking revealed that it was him i'm like what's the fucking point like there's there's no reason to play all of that if you're just gonna show me that it's jason i know that it's jason because i'm a dc fan yeah but if you're getting somebody that is just stumbling upon hbo max getting into this titan series like you want to give them a good show like yeah. i have a feeling that the entire red hood storyline is gonna be fixed by by episode five or six and because they they still have the black fire stuff that they need to deal with that they kind of dealt with with this most recent episode mm-hmm. they still have freaking donna um, and them all come back donna and raven they still need to come back um I did they just throw away the plot of fucking Beast Boy dealing with the fact that he struggles with fucking eating people? Like Um I don't dude, it's been so long since I saw the last series. Like Yeah. Yeah. Like I he, he mentions how he's trying to turn into something besides a tiger. Yes. I'm glad that they acknowledge that, but I need to actually see it on fucking screen for me to yeah. be like, finally, you know? Yeah. So my thing is, is this show is definitely written for people that have never read a comic book. Yes. That's my problem. Like, they're like, sorry, if you read comic books, you're probably going to hate this show. And that's the weird thing, too, is, you know, it's a bad show when people that do read comics already know everything that's going to happen. Because there have been shows that I know, like, what's going to happen and they're still good. And I'm all like, oh, fuck, that was good. Like, they stole the, they told the story really well. Like, had they waited to do Red Hood, would have made a lot of sense. If they would have done a lot of the stuff with the Red Hood people, that would have made a lot of sense. Um, the Scarecrow stuff was kind of, one, I don't really like the Scarecrow actor, personally. Um, two, I, like, I completely forgot that Scarecrow was the main villain in this. And I was like, oh, man, he's the one controlling Jason. Like, I saw that from a mile away. And they tried to do it in episode three, episode four, actually. Uh, We'll get to episode three here in a little bit. But episode four, they have, like, they try to do the typical thing, the, what are the, the misdirection, where it's like, oh, Jason, our uh, fucking Red Hood wants you dead. And they fake, uh, like, they do an altercation thing, and he survives, and they're like, we got to move him. He's got to do something different. And they try to show that Red Hood was going to kill Scarecrow again. And then it turns out they're working together. I saw that from a fucking mile away. And that's another problem that I have with this show. It is 100% predictable. Mm -hmm. Because let's go ahead and jump to episode three. 
I saw that ending a mile away. Yeah. I will say I had a little bit of hope that they were going to do it. You saw the, like, she was going to be the problem or him dying. So I saw either one of them dying and it became a game of which one's going to die. And then when everybody was like, oh, like we need to say our goodbyes. I'm like, they're making this way too fucking obvious. He's going to die. Like, because unfortunately, with how this show has been going for the past two seasons, they haven't really been great at like the clever reveal. Yeah. You know, like that could very much be a misdirect of like, oh, everybody's saying goodbyes and they're going to save him at the Mm -hmm. last minute. And they try to do it. But throughout the whole fucking thing, they just like keep pushing it and keep pushing. And it's like, nope, he's he's going to fucking die. Like, I just I just know it. Mm-hmm. I will say I did not I didn't see the gun being the trigger. So I give yeah. kudos to that. Yeah. But I knew no, I he like was going to die. Yeah. So I wouldn't have been surprised because we kind of talked about it on the podcast because you mentioned like, oh, apparently episode three is supposed to be big. And you thought maybe Dove was going to die because she was on another show, which they yeah. still wrote her off. We saw that in episode four. Yeah. Um, but I was like, OK, the reason why I liked it, because the misdirection was interesting enough that she pulled the trigger Mm -hmm. and i was like okay that's good character development because she's gonna have to deal with it and the reason why she did all of that was to save him yet she became the reason that he died so i'm like that was interesting but then they're like hey i'm gonna go to paris and i'm just like oh wow okay so we're not gonna even see her deal with it like she's just yeah like there were there there were some predictions with uh me and some friends when we reviewed it about like oh, maybe she's going to go rogue and, like, go try to kill Jason on her yeah. own and, you know, do all that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but for her to just be gone now, like, that fucking sucks. She was, like, the pull of the fucking show. Yeah, she was definitely the reason I loved watching it. So, um, yeah, she's definitely gone now. Um, but, yeah, uh, what else happened in season episode three besides that? It was just all focused on him dying, right? Yeah, it was all focused on him dying you know, we keep getting this like very uninterested, uninterested story about like how Starfire is going to her therapist to like talk yeah. to him. Can I just I- say this as somebody who's been to fucking therapy? That guy is a fucking terrible therapist because every time he talks to her, he's just like, so are we going to fuck or like he's not even trying to help her at first. He's like, he's like, I'm going to save. We're going to fuck first. And then, OK, you're, you're not. How can I help you? Like, God damn, guy. Yeah. Like, holy shit. Like, it, it didn't, like, the the whole idea of him and their relationship and stuff, like, I wasn't interested. So I kind of, like, zoned out every single time that they were having a conversation. Mm-hmm. And I know it ties more so to what we saw in, in episode four with Blackfire and stuff like that. But it just wasn't interesting to me. Yeah. No. And, like, even this whole thing with, like, Superboy they like the whole thing with him like at the in the very beginning of episode four how he's like like oh i'm such a fuck up like go ahead and just tell me like go ahead and just say it like i know everybody's thinking it and everything Mm -hmm. else i'm like dude calm the fuck down like we don't even know who you are as far as character wise because there was no development last season like let me get character development and then i can call you a fuck up like jesus Mm -hmm. um but then like even with Beast Boy, this whole like, oh, man, I love being a superhero, but fuck all you guys. And like, oh, the, I like he he like blew up on Starfire. This yeah. this episode that happened today. And I'm just like, 
this is horrible writing. This is just really yeah. bad. Um, yeah, he's supposed to be like the caring one right now. Like everybody's kind of like not going to him, but he's always around everybody with their problems, yeah. and he's just trying to be the happy one. And then it, they did have a moment where he says he misses uh, what's her face, Raven. Yeah, and we know there's supposed to be a love triangle or a love uh, interest there. So like that's interesting. And I think yeah, they could do a lot more with Gar, but nothing really happened in episode four. No, nothing. So like, besides the Starfire shit, and that was basically all it was. And here's my thing. Look, I mean, because there's not really much else to say about episode four. But I, I don't know how you feel about this. But with this show already doing whatever the fuck it wants, I kind of want Red Hood to die in this series. I don't want that. him to come back. I don't want him to be like brought back into the Titans. I want the character to die. And this was one of my problems with uh because one i don't think he's a good character as red hood um two one of my problems with gotham was every time somebody fought me on like this isn't something the character do or this they're like it's a different iteration um the villains are creating batman blah blah blah. like this is whatever they're gonna do people would always say that and i'm like they're it's not supposed to follow the comics i'm like okay perfect if it's not supposed to follow the comics then you can kill a penguin you can kill a riddler you can kill these big characters because they don't need to be there when Batman's created because it's not like the comic books. But then yeah. people are like, well, they need to be around for when Batman shows up because he's part of the rogues gallery. I thought it wasn't like the fucking comics. Yeah. So then why the fuck does it matter? So with Titans killing Hawk, making Batman a murderer, because now Batman can't come back from that. He can't unless the, what they're going to go Lazarus pit the Joker. Is that what we're going to get at the end of the season? Well, you know, did you, I mean, did you miss the whole uh, call out for Ra's al Ghul? Oh, uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he, they mentioned him and they're like, oh, no, he's, you know, somewhere else. And I'm just like, I mean, there could still be fucking Lazarus pits. Like, yeah. So, so, yeah, my thing is, is we're, you're already ruining a lot of this shit. So just kill Jason Todd. Just like I don't want to see this kid on the show anymore. Like there, he's ruined for me. There's there's predictions that like he is going to be like redeemed by mm -hmm. possibly killing Scarecrow, and then they're gonna be like, oh well, you were under control by Scarecrow, so it wasn't really oh, you uh, that killed Hank. We accept you. Like fuck that shit. Like the whole like okay. Here's the problem that I fucking had with with episode four, right? So mm -hmm. this whole thing goes down where Dick is is has Crane and he goes to this cabin. He's like, Bruce took me out here once and like it was my first time without him. And like yeah. he tells this whole fucking story about how he was supposed to survive and like how these coyotes or wolves or whatever were like chasing after him. Mm -hmm. And like him as a fucking 10 year old comes into this fucking cabin with this giant fucking knife and this wolf head. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. So shut up. To play devil's advocate with that. I want one. Are we cool with like, you know, Batman has a no kill rule. That only applies to humans, right? Because <laughs> I'm very curious. Like Dick Grayson just chopped the head off of a fucking wolf. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, that's kind of weird. But to play devil's advocate of somebody who's read a bunch of shitty Batman, that is the Robin type of mentality from fucking Frank Miller's Batman, all-star Batman. Cause he threw that Batman, he threw him in the cave, and he was like, "You got oh, with the rats fucking rats and shit." And shit. You know? Yeah. So it's well, that type of night. So during that entire conversation, Dick is Dick, and he's talking to Crane, 
and he's like oh yeah bruce trained us and everything i'm mm-hmm. like the fuck is wrong with you you're just saying like hey i'm nightwing bruce's batman like everybody oh, he that was actually said in the jail cell if i'm not mistaken he was like was you it know really who we are yeah okay yeah so i, I must think. have fucking missed that or something yeah well the thing is too is and i think the reason why is and here's what i did enjoy because i know that they tried to do that stupid misdirection at the episode but i love that grayson was like i fucking know you're working with jason todd i'm glad he knew yeah, yeah. and so i was like okay cool so i think that's also why he was saying like you already know who we are because i want to say that I, if you go back well, and the, there's a there's a moment when like and and i mean just again bad writing mm-hmm. there's a moment where he's like tying crane up he's like time to fucking play dress up or something like that yeah and like you see crane like outside mm-hmm. and red hood is about to shoot him because he thinks he's grayson yeah and that's when there's a fight between nightwing and red hood and dick says you told him everything the yeah. fuck is wrong with you yeah and they keep fighting they keep fighting you see crane like try to run away he hits the fucking force barrier whatever mm-hmm. force field and then when red hood gets away he runs off like dick runs back into the cabin as if like crane was supposed to be tied up there but he purposely dressed him up to look like him yeah. so that way he could draw red hood out so like yeah, i don't i don't so fucking cool. get that ending like yeah it was dumb. Made no sense. It, it's the show is bad, man. Like, I just, I was, uh, I was willing to drop it after episode two. Like, <laughs> I'm not lying. I was willing to drop it, but I was like, I got a podcast. I should talk about it. Like, you know, uh, it's easier to do that with comics because we have so much shit to cover. Yeah. But like, this is the only DC show on right now. So I'm just like, you know what? I can bear through yeah, it. Yeah, you're not whatever. watching Star Girl. So yeah. Oh fuck that. No, I can't do CW anymore. Um, <laughs> this is up there. So like, uh, yeah, it's just, um, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know what to expect from the show. I I hope Jason Todd or fucking Red Hood dies. I just I don't. The character is awful. Like it's so bad. It's so it's terrible. Like, and I just don't know like what they. What do you do with the show anymore? You you want to know what I want to see? is if they do the whole redemption arc, right? They do the whole redemption arc of, of Jason Todd coming back. Let's just say he does kill Scarecrow because Scarecrow is about to fuck up with everybody. I want them to be like, all right, that happens. And he's like, I'm sorry I did this to you guys and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, you know what? We can forgive you. And then Dove stabs him through the back and he dies. And they're like, what are you fucking doing? And she's like, that was for Hank. And then maybe she goes to jail. I would, I'd be like, okay, that was fucking dope. I will fucking give you that. But they're not going to do that. They're not going to do that. (laughs) Jason Todd is going to kill Scarecrow, and they're going to end up eating shawarma at the end of it, like, doing Uh, nothing. And, yeah. And then Bruce is going to come back, and he's like, oh, what did I miss? And then you're going to be like, oh, Oh, nothing. Dude, there's so many people right now that are like, oh, Batman's going to come save Jason. Like, he's going to come up, like, full cow and everything. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. And, like, there's some people that are just like, you know what? I would just be happy if they got rid of Titans and just made a bat family show with these characters. And I'm just like, no, I can't, I can't do that either. No, it's, it's, it's it's so bad. Um, but I don't know, man. Titans is just not a show. I want to keep watching, but I will for the sake of this podcast. Um, (laughs) but yeah, anyways, ladies and gentlemen, hopefully, uh, we didn't spoil anything for you. If you did jump that 30 minutes, 
Um, but we're going to move on to comics now. And I'm going to, I don't think Clay read this one. So I'm just going to talk about Clown Hunter. Uh, came out. Did you read it? No? No, skimmed no, it. I skimmed it. Okay. I skimmed you it. skimmed it. Okay. So you saw that it was pretty dumb, right? Like yes. that uh, he magically is in a better school now. What? How did he get into a better school? What the fuck? Um, but it said like a year ago or something. It like there was like a time jump between the two I stories. I don't fucking. He goes to a prep school. How how all these kids get into prep schools? I don't fucking understand. Um, and then yeah, he's following uh this clown. And I love how every time that they show Clown Hunter hit somebody with the bat, he just magically doesn't ever stab anybody when he has a battering through the bat. Like, he always hits it with the one side that matters. Uh, anyways, he's fighting all these things. It turns out that this was a trap and that Punchline is going after Clown Hunter because she can't have somebody like this. Or she wanted to recruit him. He's like, no, thank you. And she's like, all right, go ahead and kill this guy. And then he starts fighting back. There's all these clowns. Of course, he fights them all off because he got his ass kicked in high school. So he knows how to deal with this kind of shit and take a punishment. blah de blah blah And then uh, he's uh, essentially about to die and he gets saved by Red Hood. And Red Hood is now going to be his trainer. That is this book. We have been dealing with this fucking character for over a year. And we're getting to the point now where Red Hood is going to be his fucking trainer. I can't wait to write for Batman and kill this character. Like, and also... Red Hood doesn't have that costume anymore. No. no. So, like, I don't get this fucking book. Oh, well, I should say he doesn't join Red Hood. He says he'll think about it and runs away. I hope we never see this character again, not knowing that Tynan is leaving. But I don't know if he's oh, going to be. Tynan said that all of his characters are going to continue their stories. Yeah. Uh, no, they're I not. call bullshit. Yeah. Uh, Gotham Girl uh, uh, has not been seen since Tom King left. Nobody's going to write about your shit. Nobody's going to touch Ghost Hunter after this. I fucking guarantee it. Well, it's funny that you say that because there was, I was looking at the solicits uh, for November and it says uh, like there's an annual for Mm -hmm. Batman and it's fucking Ghostmaker. Oh God. And it's like the, the, the grand conclusion to Ghostmaker, like that whole backup story. Yeah. It's gonna conclude in the in the annual. I'm like, that's the last fucking time we see Ghostmaker. I hope so, because he that character sucks. Punchline is gonna be the only character that survives, and I said that from the start of his run, that that will be the only character that survives all of his nonsense. Maybe I can see somebody doing a random miracle Molly. You know what would be hilarious? What would be fucking hilarious? In a few years, Tom King's like, yeah, I want to write a miracle Molly story, and makes her amazing. <laughs> And just like everybody's like, oh yeah, Tynan, that's his character. He couldn't even fucking do that. Tom King got to come in here and say, I, I don't see the appeal from that character. It's just at a all. cyberpunk type character. She looks awful in fear, in uh, fear alpha state, fear alpha, whatever. Alpha oh, you, whatever. that's right. You, you've I've read jumped, ahead. dude, I've read like three months, three weeks ahead. I've read like everything <laughs> because I'm always like waiting to the last day for our podcast and I'm like rushing. So one night I was bored and I just read everything. Nice. So like I'm so far ahead. But anyways, let's talk about something that is worth talking about, which is Ram V's Catwoman. Um, We finally, in all of Tynan's run, we finally get Catwoman and Batman back together. Because she was at the start of Tynan's run only to be like, fuck, Tom King did this for 90 plus issues. I have to show her a little bit. And he got rid of her in the first, like, what, like five issues? Yeah. Something like that. 
um, and he made her disappear. Well, she has shown up with Batman here, uh, which was kind of weird because he wasn't in the last issue at all. And he was he was the last he was in the last page of the last issue. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember because she she fell into the water and she's like the last time that I was in this position, a ghost saved me. Talking mm-hmm. about gentleman ghost. Because remember, we were like, oh, shit, that's Batman. And then it was yeah. Gentleman Ghost. We're like, fuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's like that whole fucking TikTok. Guess that yeah. Pokemon. <laughs> it's Pikachu. <laughs> it's Clefairy. <laughs> fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, basically, that's that's what fucking happened in the last fucking Catwoman issue way back when. Um, and in this one, she thought it was going to be like almost the same kind of thing. She's like, there's no way it could be him. Yeah. And like the very last page shows him in the water like reaching out to her so that's that's why it it starts out like this okay yeah see because what i remember was um what's his name doing uh that whole uh issue being about the villain and how saint dumas and everything that's the last thing i remember anyway so yeah we see i didn't like the writing here a little bit because it made it seem like they were on a break like oh we could fuck different people when they well, were that's, technically... that's kind of like the way Catwoman, she's like, oh, I thought we were on a break. And I'm like, yeah, like I'm fucking like, getting Ross and fucking. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> Rachel. No, vibes. No, no. No. <laughs> I was like, no, no, no. It's funny because I agree with Ross, but they technically in this one just says, like, I'll give you a year to figure out your stuff. But it yeah. wasn't like it was like, hey, we're just going to like do our own shit for a year. Not like. Hey, you can do whatever you want. That's not how I took it. She literally put a ring on her finger. Like, you know, but Tynan ruined it. So it's just like, whatever. Luckily, Ram V has more respect than Tynan here because I was, so I started out hating this issue because I was like, this break stuff, I swear to fucking God. I was like, if you do do baby Batman or not, Selena has a baby and it's not Batman's kind of thing, pisses me off. So I thought Ram V was maybe going down that way because they've been fucking showing this detective that turns on the signal to find batman he was like oh it really works and he's like this is not a toy he's like you know selena right like you can help her this guy's gonna try to assassinate her and he was all you must care for her and she's like he's like "Eh, yeah yeah maybe and he was all and then um he was like how do you uh he was but i don't know maybe besides how do i compete with that and he's like you know showing batman like that's the next panel. I'm like, you don't bitch. You don't fucking compete with Batman, okay? <laughs> and um, and then the, you know we got another scene of Batman jumping off the building, and then we see Selina Kyle and Batman kind of like smooching a little bit and talking about the whole break shit. And see, um, I don't know if I like this dialogue between the two of them mm-hmm. because Batman's like, come with me, and we can like, I I can you know I can take you away from all of this. And yeah. I'm like, that doesn't really sound like fucking Bruce, you know. Yeah, I'd have to go back and read the Batman stuff, uh, Tom King stuff. But didn't they kind of talk about retiring to a place or like, well, let's just stay on the island forever. So like, it's kind of like, he's very different with Catwoman. So that's the thing. Yeah. Like, you know, so anytime I hear him talking to Catwoman, I always give him some leeway because it's the typical like, oh, you're in love with that person. So you fucking you're not your whatever. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? And then she she comes back with that. Like, would you leave? Would like and we all know fucking Batman wouldn't leave Gotham. Apparently not. Clay Shadow of the Bats coming out later this year. I know. So, Anyways, 
Um, and then we get a reference to a callback to that weird like first or second issue where she was tangoing with the tiger. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's a random ass callback. And um, so she goes and she meets up with her villain like this. Uh, what is his name? A uh, father. Valley. Yeah. Valley or something. Yeah. Father Valley. Um, so Father Valley is doing all this stuff. And we noticed that, um, you know, a church was destroyed. And I have to say that the detective is investigating all of this stuff. Right. The one that gave Batman stuff. And he was all, why would they burn this down? Like, it makes no sense. And he was all to get it out of his way. I thought that was really interesting that he burned down a building because it was getting in the way of his sniper shot. Yeah. I was like, that's pretty badass. So Catwoman's getting her ass kicked by Valley here. And she's like, I got to change it up. And then fucking Valley's like, I know you. He was like, I know that you would try to run to get a better advantage point. Like it's not going to happen. He was all, and I have this up my sleeve. And it turns out that he has a gun pointed at Selena's sister. And he was all, you can either, you know, get me or save your sister. Like, what are you going to do? And Selena's like, oh, fuck. So they're fighting. I think she gets stabbed a couple times. She gets fucking, like, almost fucking skewered. Like, yeah. the way she's fighting, she's basically like, I just have to take it. Like, I have yeah. to take my chance. Otherwise, like, my sister's dead. For and sure. so she runs up to him. And I didn't know what the fuck happened. I thought it was just, like, a small little, like, cut on her shoulder. Mm -hmm. But then when you turn the fucking page, he puts his sword all the way through her shoulder yeah and it goes like this thing looks like it's a fucking like a regular size sword it's not yeah, like a, a dagger it's not a knife it is like a fucking sword yeah and it is all the way into her shoulder yeah going out of her, the back of it and i'm like holy shit and he fucking gets the clicker and yeah. he 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 hits the detonation but while we were seeing this we were also seeing that the uh detective detective was there at least for like a small moment and she's and he was searching I, for her apartment yeah yeah and uh when you turn the page like you see valley like is he he gets away yeah he, he gets away on this he blows the building he gets away on this fucking parachute and you see uh selena's sister crying and it's because the detective got shot yeah i hope he's dead <laughs> so <laughs> the reason Here's why. No, Here's why. no fucking <laughs> yeah. with Catwoman. Yeah. No, no, nobody's touching Catwoman. All right, that's Bruce's girl. That's one reason. That's one reason. But I have mentioned this on this podcast so many times that writers do not create characters anymore to die. And fucking Ram V did this. If this character is dead, if he died trying to save somebody. That makes him a better character because I'm getting tired of everybody surviving everything like all the fucking time. Like sometimes it's OK to make a character that is meant to die. And she gave him a good thing. Like, you know, it made it seem like, oh, maybe something would happen with Catwoman. It made characters that are like, oh, you better fucking not like me get like invested in like maybe hating this guy. But now he gave up his life to save Catwoman's character. I'm like, eh, maybe he's not such a bad guy. I mean, I hope he's dead. But, you know, he's not such a bad guy. Well, it's the same as the the other friend. That fucking that valley left in the fucking uh, alleyway. Yeah, you know. Yeah, he after he fucking tortured him and everything. Mm -hmm. Like realistically, I thought he died like on the spot, but mm -hmm. he's in the hospital right now, and we don't know if he's gonna survive. Yeah. So this is a high caliber rifle. I yes. would think this would destroy you. Yeah. Um, I, it does I, in video games. Because I I agree with you. There needs to be more stakes 
or consequences in these books. Yeah. That is what is missing with a lot of these things. In New 52, like some of the biggest fucking moments were like with Batman and Robin. Fucking mm. Damien died. Yeah. And you're like, oh, fuck. What's the last time we actually like cared about somebody who fucking died in these comics recently? Yeah. They, they tightened it up all the time. It's been two years since Alfred died. Yeah. He still did, by the way. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's good. Like, uh, fucking, you know what? Titans must have been reading that fucking Justice League Dark or whatever run where Jessica Cruz died and came back the next issue. Uh, uh yeah. You know? So, like, that's what happens with a lot of characters. They die, and then it's some shenanigans that they're like, oh, I really didn't die, guys. Yeah. Um, but I'm hoping that this B-list character that was in this issue is dead. Because now I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, it's because now it adds it to, like, oh, look, somebody cared about Catwoman and became a casualty. Like, that is always a big thing for characters, right? Like, Batman, we're seeing it in Titans. They're like, oh, look what happens when Bruce brings in kids. They all become terrible people and whatever. They're ruined for life um that's a casualty of batman you know what i mean that's what everybody says that like oh batman is the reason why gotham so bad because of all these criminals and uh yeah i don't know man so like again ram v doesn't disappoint because i will always say that you know how you finish the book is i think what matters a lot and at first i was kind of like not vibing and now that i look back on the conversation i feel like that would just be playful banter between catwoman and batman I was a little scared because they were showing this detective guy and I was like, you motherfucker. Um, but <laughs> I feel like Selena would be playing around with Bruce that way. Like, oh, I thought we were on a break. Like, blah, blah, you know, kind of just trying to make him jealous or something. So I was like, all right, that kind of plays into her character. But yeah, seeing that this guy got fucking dead, dead shotted on this whole thing. I'm just like, damn, that was pretty gangster. I wasn't expecting that. Um, so yeah, I, I, I Rambi's killing it, man. Like, I think this is. I'm been, really enjoying it. Yeah, I think it's been one of the better. And the villain's not dead. Like, that's kind of interesting. Where What's going to happen now? Is he going to be terrorizing her through Fear State? Um, you know, I'm very curious on where they're going to go with this. Or is Fear State going to ruin this run? That's the one thing I'm scared Oof. about. Yeah, because it is. it does tie into it. That's right. Yeah, because uh, Snyder uh, had no problem ruining other people's runs. So when his whole shit was going on, so we'll see what happens. But anyways, that was pretty good. But now let's jump over to Nightwing. I'm assuming you loved this issue. I did. Yeah. Um, so called. Uh, there was a callback to it, uh, to a very important part of Nightwing's life uh, with the involvement of Superman in here. So I absolutely loved it. Um, but I, dude, for a split second when like, like, because this whole thing is about Dick Grayson has an idea yeah, and he wants to implement it and he wants to make like he wants to make this a big deal. Mm -hmm. And like there comes a moment and it and it it's kind of teased with the actual cover. Mm -hmm. um, and so for like a split, a split second, I was like, if you're coming out to your fucking identity, I swear <laughs> to God, I'm killing Tom Taylor. Like, yeah. no, do not do this to me. Um, That's a joke, by the way. <laughs> yes it was a joke um but there's like this like i i love whenever nightwing fights blockbuster it's just like a very classic duo like villain like villain hero thing with the, yeah. with the two of them so like opening up to that was really really fun the whole helicopter thing i thought was really really cool awesome slash pages um and then like 
because this guy is still technically recovering from getting shot in the fucking head. Like he technically is. And he, he finally gets some rest and he's like, Oh man, that was, that was rough last night. She's like, you've been asleep for two days. He's like, Oh fuck. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, I I need to start talking to people. And she's like, who? He's like, Oh, friends, family, you know, all these different people. And he goes to Superman. He's like, Hey, I have this idea, but I'm not entirely sure how I should go about it. And I want Mm -hmm. to talk to you about it. And then it like transitions to like after the fact. And like before that Superman was like, why don't you go to Bruce? And he was like, I know Bruce will talk me out of it. Mm -hmm. I know Bruce will talk reason into me and it probably wouldn't go as well as I want it to be. And if I, if, if I honestly wanted to talk to Bruce about it, it would be in a text because Bruce just doesn't do well with vocalizing his feelings. And, you know, Superman laughs that off. He's like, yeah, you're right. And so it transitions into like what the idea was. We don't get to see it yet. And Superman's like, that's amazing. Like Mm -hmm. you need to do it. And he's like, okay. And I do like the, uh, the tie in to the Superman series right now, because Superman says, Hey, I'm probably going to have to leave for a while. Please watch over John, like Mm -hmm. be a friend to him and everything else. Because I understand that like, him and John and Damien are supposed to be the super sons. But like technically I think now John is closer in age to Dick than he is to, to Damien right now, technically. Mm -hmm. So it's like, uh, maybe that partnership would be kind of cool. So Tom Taylor, you're writing both books. I hope it happens, Um, which I'm pretty sure it will. Um, so next thing you know, there's like all this press in front of his apartment and um, we get a kiss between Babs and him, you know, kind of showing like, hey, this is going to be a thing like throughout this book. Yeah. And uh, she calls him Boy Wonder. Um, like, I really got like Spider-Man vibes here. Like, mm-hmm. go get him, Tiger. This one was yeah. go get him, Boy Wonder. Um, and he talks to the press and he's like, I became a billionaire overnight. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't feel like I deserve it because there could be so much more that this money could be going to. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, you just have all this money now and yeah. you're going to give it all fucking away. But I don't think he's going to just give it away. Yeah. I still think he's going to be rich because he's a fucking billionaire. Mm-hmm. But like. This is clearly a message to the freaking world that we live in today. Yeah. Um. Taylor is very vocal about like the politics that happened in Australia and of course mm-hmm. all over the world. Um, so Dick Grayson is like, there's a lot of stuff wrong with Bloodhaven and I'm here to help. Yeah. I want to fix poverty. I want to do all this. And that's like the first thing on the list. And you show that he, uh, Taylor shows the kids that they saved um, in the last few issues. And there's a reporter that's like, why do you want to deal with poverty first? Like, there's so much more wrong with the world. He's like, well, it's getting cold. Yeah. And these these people are not going to have anywhere to go. But don't worry, that's not all I want to do. And he goes on and, and on about what he wants to do. It shows uh, a blockbuster. He just fucking killed somebody and like he's cleaning up the blood um, and he's watching TV. So, you know, that like this is being heard through everywhere in Bloodhaven, he's going to put a big target on his back, basically. 
Yeah. Um, which we see at the end of the issue. But basically, Grayson says, and this is all going to be called the Alfred Pennyworth Foundation. Foundation. Yeah. I was I like, that was pretty that's dope. pretty cool. Yeah. Because he's the one that gave him all the fucking money to begin with. Yeah. Um, and so, like, you see the uh, the Bat Family group text, mm-hmm. which I thought was really cool. If you zoom in and read it, um, Steph was like, wow. Tim is like, uh, raising the bar higher for the rest of us. Proud of you. Jason's like, nice work. Before you give any of that away, you owe me 20 bucks. Um, <laughs> yeah, of course. And like, just like everybody's like saying, that's awesome. But Bruce calls him. He's like, uh, hey, you don't usually call. Is everything okay? And he's like, you honored him today. Thank you. And you see a picture of uh, Bruce and Alfred. And I got a little choked up. I was like, yeah. Uh, but at the end, you see... Uh, who I believe we've already seen his name as like Heartless. I think that's mm-hmm. what everybody is calling him now. We haven't really got a true introduction to him because we haven't really heard him talk to anybody other than right now. Yeah. And he's like, oh, Dick Grayson. And this guy behind him is like, oh, you know him? He's like, yeah, he was my first. And I'm like, the fuck does that mean? Like, Who knows? <laughs> you know, it's like, what's going Dick on Grayson there? Comes out as gay. <laughs> that's what's going to be Tom Taylor. And then uh, and he's like, uh, what does he say? He says, uh, he made me who I am today, but I have plans for Bloodhaven, and they really don't line up with the with Dick's version vision here. And he says, oh my gosh, my dog, I'm yeah. sorry about that. He says, I'll have to take his heart before he gives it to the city. Yeah. Um, I really, really dug this issue. Yeah, no, the issue was really cool. I like the way they're going about it. You want to know what I thought about the moment I read this and after everything was done? I thought about you mentioning how um, Kelly Sue DeConnick says there's no good billionaires in the world. And then I saw this and I was all like, but then yeah. it also made me think that she was so mad. She said she couldn't write Bruce Wayne because like, oh, there's no good billionaires. I'm like, it's a fucking comic book. You can make good billions. Yeah. Like, and that's what I was thinking through this. When I was reading it, I was like, look how fucking easy this is. Yeah. Like, and I know that's like how Taylor wants us to read it. Yeah. Like, genuinely. But like, I think that's the best part of reading comics is like, mm-hmm. they don't have to, de- like, yeah, they deal with fucking supervillains and like the yeah. world's ending every fucking Tuesday. But like, all the mundane shit that we have to deal with and like yeah. really struggle with, they technically don't have to for sure because of the shit like this. And it's like, fuck. Okay. Yeah. It was a, it was a really good read. I think Tom Taylor is killing it. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed the, you know, the callbacks to all the characters, him talking to Superman and uh, yeah, I'm willing, I'm interested to see where this is going next. Heartless. It does seem like a pretty cool character. So I want to see what the tie in is going to be. He better not be a secret brother as well like we have this secret oh gosh here. Be... <laughs> like two siblings Jesus. yeah his dad is just getting around so you know we'll see what happens there but uh yeah for the most part uh i'm digging that but let's jump over to bat cat what did you think of this did you like it did you not like it i'll be completely honest with you i thought catwoman getting back in her this is the classic suit this yeah. is the very first Catwoman suit. OG suit. Um, I don't know if I liked it. Like, I, I thought it was silly. I, I mm-hmm. understand, like, what King was going for. Yeah. And, like, 
I'm sure he probably thought, oh, people are kind of probably going to laugh at this, but like it's supposed to be kind of that in the sense of like, we've been dealing with some pretty dark shit. Yeah. And we know that Selena's really trying to just get away from everything right now and spend time with her daughter. Yeah. Like, because we, we get this. She's not taking with, it serious. Is yeah, what. yeah. But she's she's she has this moment with uh like in the flashback. You, you yeah. see that moment with Joker and her. Right. Yeah. And it's like, OK, this is upon Helena finding out that Selena killed the Joker. Yeah. So like the two mirror each other pretty well, like mm-hmm. with how well, like what kind of relationship she was having with joker through all those years yeah and then of course finally breaking and and killing him because like we we knew this from the very first issue it's like hey bruce is gone yeah he can't stop me and now you can't hurt anybody else that was the whole thing about issue one Mm -hmm. but like i'm more interested in the other flashback with bruce the because present or like the uh, we're talking about so so there's there's the the further flashback with selena mm-hmm. and joker yeah and then there's the flashback with the phantasm andrea mm-hmm. bruce and her or batman and, and, and catwoman yeah. so that phantasm is present day okay so it is present day okay, yeah okay so in the present day because I keep thinking of this like present day is like the future selves. Yeah. But um, so present day, like we see Catwoman is being captured mm-hmm. and it's all a trap for Batman. But then you find out that it was all according to plan because yeah. they, I guess, talked it out and mm-hmm. they're like, yeah, let's go fucking kill the Joker. Yeah. Uh, like, OK, well, what the fuck happened? Is King gonna kill Andrea? Uh, maybe it's possible. I mean, the Joker, I think, could kill anybody. Um, I think so, but like, I mean, again, this book is really teetering on like, can it really be canon or can it not be? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's all we've we've talked about this. It's all up to the audience yeah and how they like it as a whole mm-hmm. but like i know and it's funny because i just made the comment last podcast about like oh tom king isn't that polarizing yeah but like for him to bring phantasm into quote-unquote continuity mm-hmm. and then be like eh, yeah she's also gonna die like i think that can be kind of polarizing it can be but it would also keep her from being overused you know what i mean because if you like we saw snyder ruin dr manhattan you know you know and before what we heard from writers i mean tom king even said this he was like everybody always asked to use dr manhattan and dc's always like no but recently they're just like "Ah, go for it and then he got fucking ruined so maybe uh you know king is somebody that is very very like look these classic characters people should not fuck them up and like we're seeing that with rorschach right like he didn't just bring back walter koufax and like made him this no he was like i'm just gonna take the idea of rorschach and make something so i don't Mm -hmm. think it ruins rorschach at all um 
But like, yeah, I mean, he could easily be like, yeah, I'm making a story with Phantasm, but, you know, I'm going to kill her, too. So she's not going to be ruined if people don't like it or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because then if she does die and people are like, it's not continuity, uh, you know, if they want to. But yeah. as as well as he's been writing recently, I don't think people are going to think that. I think only yeah. people that hate Tom King would be like that. Um, but then again, right now, everything's continuity, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, but so here's the thing I loved about this. There was a, there was a few things that I liked. I mean, because you kept you kept saying that, like, there's a moment here that really shows who yes. Batman is as a character. There's what is that two moment? moments? OK, one, when Phantasm is telling him, like, why can't you just kill this person? Oh, yeah. Like, why can't you just kill him? And he's like, I can't. He was all. And she brings up a good counterpoint. She was all, do you think that military people are murderers? Like, are they not, you know, all that kind of stuff? Like, they're heroes. They're saving the world. I don't know if I like his response. And if you can elaborate, I would want you to elaborate. Okay, so, where so is talk. this at exactly? Okay, so the, soldiers the wage war based on necessary limitations. I not ever, uh, I am not ever necessarily limited. Therefore, I do not kill. So, from my understanding... The limitation on I, for what I think he's saying is they have orders to kill because it means you are protecting your country mm-hmm. from my understanding. Like they don't have the option to not do their job. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. Batman doesn't have that rule. He can yeah. do whatever the fuck he wants because he's Batman. And that's where that's the way I read it. Because if you've ever talked to somebody in the military, I mean, we know one guy that kills, you know, because it's part of his job in the discord um but that's part of his job like it's just what he does he works for the military and he's like yeah i do that and you just kind of like oh fuck like but he's like but those are my orders like yeah what what do i have to do and i'm pretty sure that's what like you know that's the mentality of cops and other soldiers like it's my it's my job like what i'm supposed to protect the world or i'm supposed to do this batman doesn't have that he has the option to choose and he chooses life you know what i mean no matter how bad the person is yeah, I think it must have been just been like wording. And I yeah. know that like it was legitimately under technicality. So you he like King had to word it in a certain way yeah. to like get that down or get mm-hmm. that across. So like when I read it, I was just like like because I'm absorbing everything on on the actual page. So like yeah. while fighting, I'm like imagining fucking Kevin Conroy saying this. I'm like, this sounds weird. And I think that's what kind of put me like, okay that didn't make sense anyway let's move on but he's also worked in that sector so he probably knows lingo that we don't yeah so like whatever a necessary limitation is is probably some military shit that we just and and that is something that i will say um because i podcast with people who don't necessarily like tom king's writing Mm -hmm. uh, and some that do so i hear both sides of it all the time and apparently King was under fire for, I don't know if it was necessarily this, but recently he was talking, I think on Twitter Mm -hmm. about the fact that, you know, he has dealt with this kind of stuff before Mm -hmm. in the sense of like orders are orders type thing. Yeah. And like how he writes about his experience in that part of his life. Mm -hmm. And I guess people don't like it, but like, what the fuck? like writers take personal experiences and putting it on paper all the fucking time. Yeah. So like, and it's just another excuse to to hate Tom King. 
Yeah. It's just what it is. They they will go after him for whatever reason. He show he had what's her name, uh, Lois Lane in a doorway looking sexy with Superman, and they fucking oh, lost. Oh yeah, yeah. Like it's just it is what it is. But so I enjoyed that part, right? Like him, literally, because this I read this right after people kept bitching to me on Twitter or TikTok about how Batman has to kill or Batman has to do this or whatever. You know what I mean? Like people don't believe that Batman can not kill because um, yeah. it's it's not realistic. It's a fucking comic book. Um, and so I've always hated that. So I always love when writers put this shit in the books to kind of shut people up, right? Like all those people that think Punisher like kills or like Punisher would be cool with cops that kill. No. Punisher would go kill those cops because they're supposed to be better people. They're supposed to be upholding the law. They're not supposed to be murdering people like the Punisher murders people. You know what I mean? He murders bad people. If you become a murderer, he's going to murder you. You know what I mean? Yeah. But there's like this whole group of people that think cops killing is cool because of the Punisher and blah, blah, which is stupid. So I love when writers reiterate, I am not a murderer because apparently that is a big thing. People do not understand that read Batman. Like, oh, he used to kill back in the, in the 40s. And the, yeah. well, he always used to be a racist, so so did a bunch of other people. So you need to chill the fuck out. Um, but one of the one things that I really, really enjoyed that Tom King showcased here is that Batman needs Catwoman. And that is a long-standing run from the start of his fucking run. Because we see at the end of this book, there's other things to talk about, but at the end of this book, we the whole time Joker in the past, Joker is hanging out with Selena and talking about like they're they're putting up a Christmas tree. And she's talking about how every ornament she's ever stole, like she has, has been stolen. Yeah. Because it was like the only thing that she wanted it and she could take it. And um, you know, Joker is just talking about all these different things and just trying to make jokes and funny. And she asked, I think she asked at one point, like, Am I a good person? He was like, Now that's funny. Yeah, like, she yeah. Uh, she asked that at the very like near the very end. Yeah, um, and it's the moment like right after. See, I I do like the how he connects the beginning to the end. Yeah, where uh, Helena asks like, "Did you kill the Joker?" And then mm -hmm. like at the end, after they fought all of like basically protected Gotham for one night. Yeah, um, she says, "Ask me," but like, don't be a dick about it. You know, basically. Yeah. And she's like, "Did you kill the Joker?" And she's like. You goddamn right I did. Like yeah. basically was was her answer. So yeah, this is issue six. So we got six more issues. I wanna see how Helena's gonna deal with that. Is she gonna be like her father that lets Catwoman get away with stuff? Or is she gonna be like you're going to jail? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Cause technically, I don't I mean it, it all we don't know what the fuck continuity is anymore, but Batman has put her in jail. Like that yes. has happened. So it'll be very interesting to see where where they go from there. There have at the start of Tom King's run, Catwoman was in jail for 200 plus murders, but it turned out to be her friend and she was taking the fall for it. And yeah. so like we always have that kind of stuff. But at the very end of this book, we see that Selina closes the door, which I thought this was very interesting because like the Joker left and then she's all like, oh, fuck. She, she thinks he's knocking at the door again. And uh, she says, uh, what did you forget? And please don't say it was to kill me. And it op she opens the door and it's Bruce. How and the Bruce fuck did they not miss each other? Like, yeah. 
Yeah, I will right, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, it all, you know, sometimes in an apartment building, you go left, that person goes right, you never see him. Uh, Joker then again, the is a Joker, master of disguise. Yeah, he just blended in. But he's like, uh, May, uh, I was driving and I forgot I'm lost, Selena. After after you, I left. I'm I, without you. I'm lost. And then it's like a ha 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 ha. So I don't know if the Joker was listening. Yeah, which would be interesting. But that is. That has been throughout the entire run of fucking Tom King's run is that Batman is better with Catwoman. So if this is in the past, it's like the start of that. And she left him at the top of the thing, a la how she left him at the altar as well. So yeah. like, I love that consistency. And a lot of people do not do that in comics anymore. They just kind of like, oh eh, yeah, it, it's, it's like things are done in arcs at times and then they don't call back to them all the time. And uh, so I really appreciate the consistency there. I I'm very interested to see what Helena is going to do with her mother. Is she going to let her rot in a cell for the rest of her life? You know what I mean? Or is, you know, the Joker going to magically come back, which I don't think Tom King would do that. So uh, I'm very interested to see where, cause this is only six issues in. So like, where do we go from here? Like there's six more issues. So I, I feel like a lot of it is going to be the story of Phantasm yeah. going forward um, with spurts of like, you know, past and present or no past and future. But um, yeah, I think uh, I think we're going to get a lot of Phantasm over the next couple issues and see where it goes from there. And then yeah, maybe I think she... that story has to conclude because I, I don't see King being like, yeah, I only brought her in to just be like, hey, look, Phantasm's in comics now. Yeah, like, I, I genuinely think that like, she brought up a good fucking point. Like we know the history of Andrea and Bruce yeah. due to mask of the phantasm. Mm -hmm. So like she brings up her dad again. Like we know that because of the movie. And then of course the beginning of this series, she brings up her son. She's yeah. like, and like almost like how red hood brings up his own death against Joker and Bruce. He's like, like he killed me and you didn't fucking do anything. She's yeah. saying you like he killed my my dad and he's killed my son. The fuck do you expect me to do now? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I do like those compelling moments. And I know that we're always going to get the same answer from Bruce. But it's the consistent like it's the consistent answer, but the way he says it through other like for other people. Yeah, because I feel like with anybody or with everybody, he would have a different answer to mm -hmm. compel to what they're feeling. Yeah. Uh, and it is just a very interesting moment because he does have a loving history with, mm -hmm. with Andrea. So like, is that going to change the way he reacts to fucking Catwoman knocking him out right now? You know? Yeah. And for anybody who's like, Oh, I can't believe she do that. She's done that multiple times. Yeah. So it's not uncharacteristic for Kat Selena to do something to Batman. And again, it's present day. So this is so it's post, right? So they should technically be married right now. If I'm not mistaken, I believe or is this, so. Or no, wait, he says this takes place after the annual, right? So they wouldn't be. If I'm not mistaken, I think he said it takes place more so after that annual. Because I don't think but it takes place. I thought that, was, I thought that was the future. 
them, not necessarily. Well, no, I think it's like part of that present day annual. I don't know. I'd have to go back and check it out because I could have. I got to see where he says that. But either way, um, it's still like it's not something. It's not out of characteristic for Catwoman. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to see where this is going. This is gonna still be monthly though, right? Or are we getting one of these faster? Um, um I have. Off? I think it's still monthly. Still monthly. So yeah, we'll be getting seven, and I think they just started doing inking on eight and nine. Well, I think there's technically an annual for this series, so I think we're getting two issues in December. Yeah, I think so. I wouldn't be surprised if that's the the Christmas week of December that we get that annual. Because they did say that annual comes out in December now. So um, I don't think it's going to come out in November. But yeah, I'm I'm you know I'm excited to keep reading more Tom King stuff. We have not been covering Supergirl because I don't know when the hell Supergirl two came out. We covered issue one, and then I got to the comic shop and it was like issue three, and I was like, the fuck? I was like, how did I miss issue two? So I don't know when that came out. Is it good? Bad? I haven't read it. Do you want me to spoil a little bit for no. you? Okay. No. Yeah. So... Was the one thing that we were worried about happen? Did it happen? Yes. Oh wow, that sucks. And so that's I, why I'm just like, fuck this book. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I haven't I haven't read it. So uh I'm gonna read them when I get a chance. But yeah, I have not read issue two or three. So that kind of sucks. But um yeah, for the most part, that is it for the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Another fucking mega episode that we're dropping. More so here. because we covered four fucking episodes of Titan. Yeah, we won't have to do that again. So unless it really sucks. Um, but you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, but for the most part, Clay, what do you got going on this week, man? Um, this week I have, uh, I think I have a Star Wars Alliance episode where we're going to be reviewing uh, the second book of the Darth Bane trilogy. Go check that out over at the Geek Ultimate Alliance. Um, over at DC Alliance, we are reviewing Star Girl. Um, that I am very iffy on as well. You know, CW is not great, unfortunately. Any and all DC content as far as live action is being very iffy other than uh, Suicide Squad. There is a giant rumor of a Black Canary series going to be announced over at Fandom. We will possibly be talking about that when we go live on Monday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time uh, over at the Geek First YouTube channel. So go uh, subscribe there. Um but yeah, and then I'm always every other week at Ranger Alliance over at the Geek Ultimate Alliance Network. So that's basically it. Noise, noise. Well, I am always posting content on TikTok, my YouTubes, and that's about it. I live stream as well on Twitch. Definitely go check that out. It's been fun. Um, so yeah, definitely go check out all of that content. Links are in the link tree. Um, They're about to announce a new stuff on Genshin tomorrow. So I should have more Genshin content this weekend. Uh, Booby Sword Girl coming out soon. Um, but that is going to be it, ladies and gentlemen. As always, he is Fanboy Clay. I am Juice Wayne. And remember, Batman is awesome. Batman! News Weekly!